Hello and welcome to this edition of Hack Naked TV for December 4th, 2015. I'm your host, Bo Bullock, and today we're going to discuss end-of-lifing old versions of Internet Explorer. Also, a new vulnerability popped up in VPN software you're probably going to want to know about, um, as well as free SSL certs for everybody! As always, Hack Naked TV is brought to you by Black Hills Information Security, the leaders in penetration testing and active defense. Contact consulting at blackhillsinfosec.com today. And by Cyberry.it. Get the latest hacking and security training for free from www.cyberry.it. All right, IE's end of life. So Microsoft actually came out and uh, announced a, an end of life date for Internet, Internet Explorer versions older than IE 11. So they're only going to maintain support for the current version, which is IE 11, uh, starting January 13th, 2016. So you can expect on that date, uh, which is a little bit more than a month from now, um, that there are going to be no more security patches, no more updates for IE 10, IE 9, IE 8, 7, so on. Um, so you're going to want to go ahead and try to update as soon as you possibly can, um, just so that you don't get that, get to that cutoff date and, you know, somebody decides to drop a couple, a couple exploits on it. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I realize that, that many organizations have a lot of legacy applications that require older versions of, of Internet Explorer or just browsers in general. Um, so, you know, you've probably got, you know, a couple apps on your, on your internal network or, uh, that, you know, you use on a regular basis that, don't work with the latest browsers. Well, now it's time to start pushing those vendors to get with current software, get updated so that they actually can work with current browsers. Um, and you know, if you have to use IE, upgrade to IE 11. But in, in other other cases, you know, you could use Google Chrome or Firefox. You know, just just saying. Um, all right, port fail. This is a very interesting vulnerability that was discovered in uh, in, in VPN softwares. Um, so. This is a vulnerability that affects IPsec, PPTP, uh, and OpenVPN softwares uh, everywhere. Um, it it's pretty much covers the gambit of, of VPN software out there. Um, this particular vulnerability actually allows for the identification of a user who is, who is utilizing the VPN service, uh, their, their, their actual IP address, which that's the whole point, right? I mean, besides you know, surfing the web anonymously, um, you know, you, you typically don't want to reveal your, your originating IP if you're using a VPN. Um, so there's, there's a, a lot of things that would have to fall into play for this attack to actually work. Um, one, the attacker is going to need three things. They're going to need uh, an active account on the same VPN that you have. So let's say that you, you're signed up on, um, I don't know, like just a, 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 any, any of the, the many VPN softwares that are out there that are available. Um, an attacker is going to have to be... Uh, on the exact same VPN service as you, um, they're going to have to be able to allow port forwarding on the VPN server, which I'll explain that in just a, a moment a little bit better. Um, and they're also going to have to know the victim's uh, exit IP. So, you know, the last part, it's, you know, that's going to be tough too because they're going to have to um, entice somebody who's already connected to the VPN uh, to, to visit, uh, I don't know, a, a malicious web page or, I, I mean, any web page really. Uh, of the attacker's choosing so that they can actually see that exit IP. Um, the way this, this attack kind of works is, is it kind of works like this. So you have your typical user who's connecting to a website using VPN. Um, you know, you have the browser, you have the proxy server, which is the VPN in the middle, that is going to mask your originating IP as you browse the web anonymously. Um, the way this attack works is the attacker is sitting on the same VPN as you. They have to be able to enable port forwarding on the actual VPN server itself. Um, and there's a few VPN services that actually allow this. 
And if, if the attacker can actually enable port forwarding, what they can do is set up a server on the other side of the VPN itself um, and enable port forwarding. Let's say, let's say the VPN service port is typically like 8080 and the attacker wants to forward port 10,000. So they would enable port forwarding on port 10,000 on the VPN server to the attacker's server uh, themselves. So at this point, the attacker would have to trick the user who's on the same network as them to visit the VPN server on the attacker's port forwarded port. So they're going to have to trick the uh, the user into you know connecting a web browser to VPN server port 10,000. When that occurs, port forwarding on the server is actually going to forward that connection directly to the attacker's server. And since it's not utilizing the VPN service, it's not actually going to allow it to mask that user's actual IP. It's going to send the literal actual IP of the of the user. So potentially revealing the originating IP there of somebody who is trying to remain anonymous uh, while surfing. Um, this this particular vulnerability is, is really uh, important when, when you look at peer-to-peer uh, -peer type activity and torrenting. Um, so if you want to see more of that, uh, definitely go, go check it out. It's called Port Fail. All right, free HTTPS certs for everybody. Let's encrypt everything. So Let's Encrypt uh, organization is uh, they, they actually uh, have started a service to create free SSL certificates uh, for any website. Um, it, it's pretty awesome. It's just it's letsencrypt.org. Um, you go there and read about how to set it up. Uh, but essentially, the certs are already trusted by most major browsers. So um, let's say you have a server you want to set up SSL uh, on. Go ahead and go, go check out letsencrypt.org. Uh, download their client software that you install on your server. The, the server uh, or the server software checks and, and does some validation um, to make sure that you actually own the domain that you're trying to secure with encryption. Um, and then let's and then it lets let's encrypt know about it. Um, and then you know what's great about it is like I said, most of the major browsers are already trusting it. So um, you know you have you have an SSL cert for free, uh, Google you know Chrome, IE, uh, Firefox, they already already are trusting this this uh, these these certs. So um, it's going to be a great thing for the internet. I think um, you know we're going to have a lot more sites hopefully uh, protecting themselves better with encryption. You know because the the cert process itself typically is is you know it's a little tedious. Uh, but with this with this uh, particular organization, they're making it a lot easier by just creating the client that you just install on the server. And like I, I looked through the documentation a little bit, it's really just a couple commands from the command line. Um, and it will go through the validation process, validating that you own the server, um, and then provide you an awesome SSL cert. So yeah, check it out, letsencrypt.org. The VTech breach. So um, VTech, company that creates all the awesome kids toys that we provide our, our kids to play with, including, you know, like this, this laptop here, um, you know, we, they, they had a breach and it's actually been a really, really major one. Um, so right now, as it looks, the, the numbers are 6.4 million, million children's accounts, 4.9 million adults or the parents of those children's accounts were compromised in this breach. Um, some of the things that were compromised were names, email addresses, password hashes, which they're using MD5, so everyone knows that those are going to be cracked really soon. We're going to have a nice new password list um, to add to our password cracking spreadsheets. Um, and mailing addresses. Uh, so, you know, there, there's also children's headshots. So some of the, the devices that, that uh, they sell actually, you know, allow you to, to take pictures, and they encourage 
um, you know, children to like take take their their selfie so that they can interact with the um, the toy in a certain way, um, and and they also were able to steal chat logs from from VTech. So the chat logs, I, I believe, were actually conversations between parents and their kids through devices. So a lot of really really crazy information was stolen in this breach. Um, it's very scary because you know our kids um, and, and and you know we we don't typically think like wow, you know, you're five years old and you're already going to have your information on the internet somewhere. Um, it's kind of terrifying. And also, you know, the fact that there's mailing addresses, names, ages, um, it's just, it's, it's a really bad, bad thing. Um, right now, all of the email addresses for uh, any of the parents that were uh, involved in this breach is, is actually up at haveibeenpwned.com. So if you, if you are um, a parent uh, of somebody or if you, um, you know, utilize VTech or have, have signed up on that site, you might want to go check haveibeenpwned.com to see if you were part of this breach. Um, just bad stuff. All right, so uh, we actually Black Hills Information Security. We have we have one of our uh, one of our testers actually is teaching a course at Black Hat Asia this year. Uh, it's going to be advanced testing, evaluating, and breaking of security software. It's in March of next year. Uh, so go and check that out and sign up for it. It's going to be a great course by uh, Brian Furman. And that's it for this edition of Hack Naked TV. Hope you enjoyed it. Check out more at hacknaked.tv. Uh, check out the, the wiki at uh, wiki.securityweekly.com. You can email us at the show at hacknaked.tv. And I'm on Twitter at DaftHack. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend.